0: And welcome back to the Mixed Martial Arts Street Podcast. Um, I want you all to pardon the audio um, in this one. Uh, my mic was uh, not recording my voice very well uh, for my end of the interview. JJ sounds uh, flawless, though. So um, this will be an episode uh, where I'm interviewing my good friend, JJ Smith, who is now 2-0 um, amateur record um, with... Uh, you know mma so um gonna have a good conversation with him today and i uh, hope you all enjoy what's going on man how you doing i'm, I'm doing good jj so um <laughs> side note here jj and i go way back i've known jj for years so um this is not going to be like you know most interviews i have on here um but uh jj i want to start by uh you know asking you about you know the mma obviously um you know how you got into fighting i know uh know we wrestled together in middle school but like uh what what made you want to you know pursue uh you know amateur fighting
1: well i uh so baseball was always my thing growing up like i wrestled too but baseball was my thing so i played a year college baseball and i realized that i was only there to play baseball i wasn't there to go to school so i dropped out after a year and then i was just working i don't know like 80 90 hours a week i was making all right money but i was Hate. I just hated what was – hated my life doing yeah. that stuff. But uh then I was like – I just kept hearing about jiu And I was always – like I was always kind of a fan of the UFC and just MMA, I guess. But uh, I just – I wanted to try jujitsu first. I was like, well, I used to wrestle, so I could definitely do jiu <laughs> And then after I competed a few times, I was like, all right, I need to get in the cage. And it's just – the lifestyle i guess about it it's just it's the ultimate form of competition and yeah. i love just training every day and that being like my purpose every day
0: sure sure no so right, that's, that's kind of go ahead sorry sorry sorry
1: <laughs> oh it's just uh yeah it's just my purpose now and i just i've always loved training whether it was baseball work or lifting weights you know and when and with fighting like baseball you had seasons but fighting that's you got to train every day yeah. every day it's got to be your life and I guess that's that's why I got into it because like I didn't want a job I mean I have a job but I didn't want I wanted something more
0: you know yeah no 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 I, to- I totally I get it JJ. I mean like um I know I, I I've asked a lot of you know fighters on here like you know why they do what you, they do and you know um I've, I've gotten pretty similar answers like what you just said I mean it's it's a, it's a commitment obviously. And I can tell, you know, like, you know, being an athlete growing up, you know, you, 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 you had that drive to compete and I, I know you personally, I, I know you from wrestling. I know, I know your drive. I, I know what, uh, you know, what, what you're into. So it's, it's, uh, it's really cool to see, you know, like, uh, you pursuing this as, as a passion of yours and like, um, you know, not, not just, you know, committing half haphazardly to it, but, you know, go going full out, you know, uh, and, and oh
1: yeah, man yeah i'm I, with everything i do man i it's pretty much i'm either i'm all in or i'm not doing it at all you know <laughs>
0: totally totally yeah i know totally get it so um i want to i want to pivot a little bit because i know you, you you brought it up uh there uh talking about you know getting into jiu before you got into you know full-on fighting and in, in, within the cage so um tell me a little bit about roughhouse well um who you train with over there um how's the training like and uh you know how does it differ from you know like maybe a normal you know MMA gym because I, I know it's a you know sp- specifically a jujitsu uh, facility. So
1: yeah, so Chris Larkin that's who runs the gym. Uh, he fought I want to say he fought for about 15 years MMA. He fought he was fighting MMA before he got into jujitsu, and uh he's so he runs the gym. My main training partners there are uh, Mike Freshour, Josh Brown uh, Brandon Hughes, uh, Case Thompson. Um, those are like my main training partners there, but, but also that being said, it it is a mainly a jujitsu gym. Uh, Josh Brown was a, is a pretty elite wrestler. Um, so I've been able to get lots of good wrestling in with him there. Um, but other than that, I mean, I get a lot of good roles in there, get a lot of good technical work jujitsu wise there, but, um, I'm also, I also train a lot at Rob Pilger's old school boxing as well. There's quite, there's, they have a good amount of MMA fighters that train out of there. I mean, they train a lot of people train elsewhere as well, but go there to work on their hands. And I've been training at Grove city Jiu-Jitsu as well. Uh, mainly with Dave Beaver uh, on uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Sundays, just like, cause they have a, that's a jiu-jitsu gym as well, but they actually have a few MMA fighters there. And at rough house, I'm the only MMA fighter, so I kind of have to cross train a bit, but sure. roughhouse is always going to be my home for sure.
0: That's awesome to hear. That's awesome to hear. Well, yeah, no, JJ, I, I know. You, yeah, you've been with Rough House for so long, and the cross training, like you said, is very important. Um, I know we talked one on one about you know um, getting the, the the actual mix mixing of the martial arts in. I mean, you you have the boxing training, you have the jujitsu training, and you obviously have the wrestling background. Um, I mean, uh, wh- what kind of steps are you taking towards, you know, uh, you know, uh, mixing it all together and, uh, you know, c- coming into the cage prepared to, um, you know, be a full, uh, full and complete fighter.
1: So it, actually here, so I just fought uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I'm actually, I'm going down to Austin, Texas, uh, on Wednesday, uh, November 2nd, I'll be there till December 22nd. Um, I'm going to go check out all the big gyms down there. Um be there for seven weeks and then I'm going to come back up here and um, I'm trying to get a super fight uh, on the twisted church card in January and the next one. I forget exactly when it is, um, but just go down there, train, get ready for a super fight or if not jump in a jitsu tournament. And uh, then after that, I want to really just focus on boxing and mm. I want to have a couple boxing matches. <laughs> and then, uh, then, I, cause I noticed a lot in my last fight, I can box, I can wrestle, I can do jujitsu, But in MMA, you got to mix it all up. And it was either, I was either boxing or I was either wrestling or I was either doing jujitsu. you know what I mean? And I need to do it all all together. So I think uh, focusing on my hand, I like focused on jujitsu jitsu for a little bit because I've kind of, since I this year fighting MMA, I've had a couple fights and that's been, MMA has been my priority. So I feel like my jiu-jitsu skills have kind of, become stagnant, I guess. So I'd like to just jump back in there, really find my, like, refine my skills in Jiu Jitsu. And then uh, I think that would be good, just good just to focus on jujitsu for a bit. And then really, really just focus on my hands only. Cause even though I've been training at Rob's, it's um, I, even though I've been training at Rob's, I'm still training elsewhere as well. But after this jujitsu, after I compete again in Jiu Jitsu, I'd like to re- pretty much just solely train at Rob's just so I, I just want to get my hands up to speed. Cause I mean like grappling just comes very naturally because I've been doing it a lot of my life. And but I never once boxed or did anything like that up until really when I started jujitsu because Chris Larkin, he, he, he has some striking classes at a rough house. So we were able to, he was able to teach me the basics, you know, sure. and, which I'm really grateful for. But I mean, uh, I'd like to have a boxing trainer just so I can take my hands to that next level and uh then after I have a couple of boxing matches i think uh stepping in the cage again it'll be um i'll be in a at a whole other level i'll be able to 100%. actually use my hands not not just throw some not just throw simple punches but actually try to string some combinations together and uh i really like to i'd really like to uh i mean i want to wrestle box when i i need to wrestle first yeah box later
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i like that i like i like the wrestle and you know mixing it into that uh um i mean like you said uh you know the mixing of the martial arts is is a, is, a, is a big thing and and you know in being a martial artist and you know in, in any combat sport in particular i really you know admire you know you you going to all these places and you know you know you wanting to put yourself out and do jiu-jitsu tournaments and uh, you know do Boxing matches and not just you know pursuing just the MMA side of it. That's that's really cool to hear, JJ. Um, last jujitsu question, and then I'll I promise I'll drop it because (laughs) I know you. No man, uh... I love jujitsu, man. It's all (laughs) good. So I mean, um, I went to your first fight. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your. uh... Your grappling prowess uh, in that in that uh, match because um, I was uh, I was sitting in a cage side for that and it was uh, it was a fantastic showing. I, I know you had a you know a couple different uh, submissions that you tra- you translated through, but um, I, I just want to you know talk a little bit about you know your training in jujitsu. Like, how long have you been doing it, and how has you know wrestling you know translated over and uh, you know made, made your jujitsu uh,
1: even better? So, just if you wrestled you have your grappling is grappling. If you add submissions or you add takedowns, it's all the same, you know, Mm -hmm. and jumping in for like, at first, uh, when I first started training jujitsu, you always, if you're a wrestler, you go so hard because in wrestling, you got three rounds where you go as hard as you can and you can't stall in wrestling, man, they're going to call you on that. And in jujitsu, it's a lot slower paced. So at first, like it was a little, there were some challenges. It was, it wasn't like I was completely out of my comfort zone, but it was definitely a challenge just not blowing my gas tank so quick. I needed to take my time, not try to rush things so much. That was really a big thing. And so that, in that first fight, I really felt like I was able to take, take my time going for each submission. Now, like in my, dur- during the fight, it felt so slow. But then when you watch it back, it's just like, oh, that was happening real quick. It was not single kind of
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just able, to, it was just able to sl- slow it down in your mind, you know. Whereas wrestling, it's just like you go, you go, 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 and jujitsu. I was just, it's like I spent the first, like, I mean, when I first started, I had a turn. I started, I had my first tournament about three weeks after I started training jujitsu, and I won a couple matches. It wasn't like. I never submitted anybody. I just went on points. Sure. But then after, like, once I competed a few times, I, I realized I needed to learn how to fight off my back. And oh, so wow. I literally spent like a year just training on my back. Like every time I'd roll, I'd just start on my back. If I was yeah. throwing up submissions or sweeping somebody, that's great. But it, as a wrestler, being on top, that's easy. I, I'm, I can be heavy. That's so easy for me. But being on bottom, it's such a vulnerable position. Because in wrestling, if you're on your back, you're lost. So never had any experience down there. So just really focusing on my back, off of my back, I think that was what really was able to get me to transition from a wrestler to uh, a jujitsu player. You know. Yeah. No. A hundred percent. I I get what you're saying. It's uh you know
0: in and doing jujitsu, it's like you said, it a lot of it is working off your back and and sweeping to you know get control or sweeping or using submissions to you know. Um, divert attention from one limb to another. Um, it's, it, it's, it's a very complex sport. And, um, you know, me, my wrestling background, I, I, uh, you know, have have looked at jujitsu as, you know, it's, it's just wrestling with a, an additional step of, you know, intelligence and uh, um, technique. And it's, uh, it's, it's fascinated me. I, I, I really like the sport of jujitsu. Oh yeah.
1: So. And, uh, and it's now that I'm in MMA, like it's, I, like in the first fight, like I was throwing submissions off my back when like i don't know if you watched uh ufc 280 Sean's fight but uh whenever he was on his back i mean he was trying to throw up submissions and Mm. when you're fighting the best guys they're not gonna let you submit them man they're Mm. not gonna put themselves in a position to be submitted for the most part you know unless once you're you're charles Oliveira, (laughs) (laughs) yeah charles Oliveira, (laughs) but but uh i think uh when you're on your back, you really need to be sweeping instead of throwing up submissions. Yeah. Because if you throw up a submission and you don't get it from your back, you're in an even worse position than you were just having full guard, you know? So I think, uh, even though in my first fight I was throwing up submissions from my back, I think moving forward, I, I really should just focus on getting sweeps from my back and just yeah. getting back on top and just landing ground and pound, man. Ground and pound is the most effective form of striking, in my opinion. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean,
0: uh, I know you've been training with some people that you know have some uh, you know developed ground and pound. Um, in particular, I want to bring up. Uh, I've seen some pictures on you on with on Instagram with uh, Jaden Maddox, who uh, fought on the oh. same card at OCL nineteen. So can you talk a little bit about uh, you know meeting him and and doing tra- training with him? Obviously, he's a pretty uh, esteemed wrestler himself. So,
1: yes, sir. Yeah. So Jaden uh, wrestled at a, he went to Ohio State to wrestle and then uh, decided he was going to take the MMA route. And uh, there's also Josiah Harrell that also trains out of Grove City as well. Oh, yeah. Both those guys are great elite wrestlers, just grapplers in general. And working with them has been is a huge difference maker just because they fight MMA. Like Josh Brown, he's a great wrestler, but he's a jujitsu guy, you know? So it's nice to be able to train with wrestlers that fight. But uh, it's great. I mean, they, I learn a lot from them. I'm always asking questions because they have a wealth of knowledge. And, but that being said, we go hard and there isn't a single day that I train with those guys and I'm like, man, I got the better of them today. That never happens. But you know, I know I'm getting better. So like, I feel, feel good and they don't take it easy on me, but I like that. You know, I don't want I don't want it to be easy. I got to earn that shit, you know? Yeah, no, I a hundred percent get what you're saying, JJ. I mean, it's-
0: you know, it, it, and being in the position you're in too. I mean, now you're 2-0, and oh, you have uh, finishes in two different ways, so I, I want to transition to, you know, your most recent fight, like you said, two weeks ago, um, I know you had to overcome a little bit more of adversity in that fight, I know your first fight was uh, two minutes of you basically tossing the guy around, but uh, this fight, <laughs> um, you, you took a couple good shots, so, I mean, uh, can you talk a little bit about, you know, um, overcoming adversity in that fight, and w-
1: what really kept you going, what was, uh, what was the motor there? Man, I don't even know what kept me going. If I'm being honest, that was my biggest fear going into the fight. Was like, if I get hit with some stuff, what am I? What am I going to do? You know? Because you don't know unless you're in there. And I fight, like I fight to win, man. I don't want to lose. Like I had my family there watching me. I don't want to see them. I don't want them to see me get beat up bad. You know? It's like, it's and my mom's there watching me. I can't let her see me get beat up. I gotta, I gotta fight through that. And uh, it was, it was definitely like I've been dropped in sparring a couple times but fight sparring hard and fighting are two different things because even if you get dropped in sparring i've never thought that like my sparring partners were really trying to hurt me you know whereas like this guy he had bad intentions with everything he was throwing and uh i was i felt like uh because my boxing skills definitely aren't where they need to be but for like the past six months i've really just been i mean i've been rolling and training jiu jitsu but I've really just been focused on my boxing for the most part. So going in there is like, ah, I want to see how good I am, see how, where I'm at with my hands and hands. Not so, they're not so bad. It's, just, it's that head moving. I still need to work on, man, change my levels, you know? And it was it, the first, I got dropped twice in the second round. I got a guy landed a lot of good shots throughout the whole fight though, but just getting dropped and no, like, the fight isn't just because you drop doesn't mean the fight's over. I'm on my back. I'm comfortable off my back, you know? And it was, I'm sorry, man. I'm rambling. Can you ask me that question one more time? No, you're
0: fine. No, you, you listen, you got to the point. Um, you, you, you basically answered what I asked you. I, you know, overcoming adversity uh, uh, you know, w- w- what, what kind of was your motor to, you know, get the finish. I mean uh, yeah. the finish itself, the guy kind of gassed out in the third round,
1: but I mean, your gas tank never, never wavered. What, what kept you going there? I'm just, I'm a competitor, man. I like to compete. That's why I'm fighting. You know, I think it's the ultimate form of competition. And even in that fight. So like there wasn't real, like in the fight, there wasn't a single time that I thought that I was winning the whole time. I was like, I need, I got to figure something out to, to beat this guy. But the whole time I knew I had time, like just cause I got dropped, the fight's not over yet. And, but at the end of the day, man, I'm just a competitor and I go out there and I fight to win. Yeah. And it's just, that's, this is who I am. I'm a fighter now. And I think after that fight, that's what I really realized about myself. It's like, I'm meant to do this. This is, this is my life. This is what I do. And I'm not going to go out there. I understand losses happen, but you know what? They don't have to. (laughs) So They don't have to. They haven't yet. So they haven't yet. (laughs) So I'm going to, I'd rather learn from a win than learn from a loss. Cause man, I hate losing. That's really what it is, man. I, I hate to lose. It's such an awful feeling, and there was a point in that fight like where I, I got dropped, and mm-hmm. I remember thinking like if I eat a couple more shots, like this can all be over, yeah, but as soon as that thought went into my mind, I was like, hell no, I'm not going out like that i just I'm a fighter i like this this shit happens oh, yeah. in a fight, so i'm gonna i gotta just get up, do it, just bang some more, man, oh yeah. JJ I
0: mean you know we're talking about overcoming adversity um I want to talk a little bit about uh um the injury you had uh last year I know uh you you had to take some time off from training but um how how did that kind of affect your training regimen And you know um I I I guess in the long run it hasn't affected you that much but you know at the time how 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 was how was
1: that so I I mean I had I've had injuries just being an athlete but I've never had something put me out for almost six months. And even though I was out for six months, it was still like pretty much like a year total where before I felt like I can really train and get after it. Um, It was, I mean it was a dark time. I mean, like I couldn't walk on my knee or walk on my leg for a month afterwards. And it took a couple of weeks to learn how to walk again. And hmm. so it was, it was rough. I can't lie. Um, Definitely. I was, just kind of doing my own thing. I wasn't, I should have been in the gym, even though if I wasn't training, you can still be learning more in the gym. So I definitely learned that like, even though you're hurt, you can still be in the gym. So like after a couple months, I was back in there just teaching the little kids. And we have a couple, couple days a week. We have kids classes at a rough house. Mm -hmm. And so like, it was good to like, I was able to really just focus on technical jujitsu and just get better there. Cause I felt like that injury needed to happen in hindsight or something like that, because I just, every single time I would train, whether it was working out, rolling, whatever, I was just going as hard as I could. And you don't have to do that. Like the way I, uh, tore, it was a bucket handle meniscus tear. So like my meniscus completely in half. Yeah. and uh, no. But I was I was wrestling with a heavyweight, close to 300 pounds, 6'4". And one of my best buds, Noah, I just saw him the other night. And Noah just started training. I want to say around that time. And we were wrestling and I felt comfortable wrestling with him because I had wrestled, Mm -hmm. but I shouldn't be wrestling with guys that big just because accidents happen. Like I wasn't expecting this man to hit a nasty inside trip on me, but sure as hell he did. (laughs) And I was like, no, this, I can't do this. I'm trying to reverse this takedown. And all of a sudden the knee goes pop. And I was like, Oh, that's not good. And I was trying to rehab it myself. I didn't go to the doctor for probably like two months afterwards because I was busy trying to rehab it myself. So like I got sat out for like a month after that, and then just came back, and then it just kept blowing out. Like every time, like I feel fine, something would happen. I'm like, oh, then my then I'm out again for a couple of weeks, and so yeah. finally went to the doctor, got an MRI. They're like, yeah, we need to do some work on this, and it was, it was pretty bad tear. So the, I could have had it scoped out, just cut out the meniscus or I had, I had it repaired, which was the longer recovery, but in the long run, it's going to be the better decision of the two. Cause I I still have my meniscus intact,
0: intact. That's, what's important. I mean, uh, especially with a gruesome injury like that, I, I know, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, people can be out for a very long time. The fact that, you know, you could rehab it, first of all, rehabbing it yourself for a month and then still bouncing back, like, you know, six or seven months later is, is, is crazy in itself. And I think that just kind of speaks to the determination and the competitiveness that you have, like you said. So, um, that's, you know, it's really cool to hear, uh, that, uh, you know, you bounce back from that and you, you didn't let it phase you now, now you're two and oh and, uh, you're looking to do some big things, JJ. So, um I, want, I wanted to also ask because um you you brought me a a, a super nice uh a shirt the other day i appreciate it uh uh the blonde bomber um yes wh- sir where does it where does it come from what it was i mean i i have a couple ideas myself obviously but uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> so oddly enough my a guy the guy really the way that it sunk in was the guy that, he doesn't even train at the gym anymore, but he was the one that really got it to stick. My, my cousin gave the full stories. My cousin gave me the nickname right before my first fight. And I didn't want a nickname. I feel like you got to earn those, you know? Sure. And I go out there, finish the guy. I'm on cloud nine. I've never felt anything like that. And I was just, I'm freaking out having a great time you saw you saw me after the fight i did and, i did
0: uh, i i don't think you were <laughs> expecting to see me i was
1: <laughs> yeah yeah man i wasn't i wasn't it blew me away like i know we had talked beforehand but i just you know like you focused on the fight and sure. then you went and then I get out there and i then i saw you i'm like bobby <laughs> i'm so, right here what's
0: up yeah. yeah no it was super cool you know seeing you there um uh i know when i had uh you know first gotten uh you know the credentials to to go to the event I hadn't looked at the fight card yet so I actually had no idea that you were on the fight card but um <laughs> when I did when I did see you there I was like oh man that's awesome it's his uh you know it's his amateur debut yes sir um, and and uh you know that's gonna be super cool man yeah be, uh, so
1: um but I, that's
0: that's really cool to hear man
1: but I end up run, like I end up running to like I'm running around you saw and I'm walking to the back and uh this particular guy, he comes up to me. And I was like, "Oh, I remember you. Yeah, we're talking." And he goes, "You have a nickname?" And he wanted to make something for me. And <laughs> I didn't I don't I didn't even mean to say it. I was probably just I should have just stayed silent. That's what I was thinking afterwards. But I was like, know, oh, the Blonde Bomber." So it just kind of came out and then he made a uh, this like poster, I guess. And yeah. uh then everyone at the gym just started calling me the Blonde Bomber. And so uh, that's who I am now, I guess. And it's stuck ever since. I mean, JJ, you talked
0: about, you know, having to earn a nickname, but I mean, I think in that regard, you, you did earn that nickname. I mean, you didn't have the nickname before the fight. Uh, the fight happened and they said, you know, that's, this is, this is something that's going to stick, you know? Yes, sir. Uh, So that's, that's really cool to hear. Um, so, uh, last question for you, JJ, I know you talked about, you know, super fight. Don't get yourself in trouble. Like, I don't want you to spill too many beans, but, uh, are the, do you have, have any uh, prospects
1: as to who your opponent might be uh, early next N- year? So this this idea of having this having a super fight is all still pretty new. Um, my head coach, my head coach Chris, he's my cor- he's my corner, he's my man. He's been like a father figure to me for the past few years. Great guy. We love each other. That's my man. I love him, and I respect his opinion a lot. He's been around the block. He knows a thing or two, you know. Sure, and this the the plan on going to Austin. I had planned this out before I even fought uh, October eighth, and then uh, I just kind of sat down and talked to him. It was just like, "Hey, I know I'm going down here, but if OCL calls, like I want to fight on the next card." And uh, he was like, "Ah, I don't know about that, man. Like I'm not going to be watching you. Like I'm not this. I'm two zero now. The guy, next guy I'm going to fight is only going to be better. This guy could have." six fights 10 fights who knows you know and it's going to be like i need to game plan more whereas like these first couple fights it's just been i'm just trying to hone all my mma skills everything you know yeah. but at this point I, I really need to focus on my opponent and if my coaches are going to be up here and i'm going to be down in texas it's probably not the best option for me to fight just because fighting's so dangerous <laughs> and uh so he was like how about you because i'm going down to austin Best mm-hmm. jujitsu in the world, man. And he's like, take advantage of all that training, come back up here, compete in January. And I was like, you know, that's probably, and it, once he said it, it made complete sense to me. Like, I wanted, I want to fight, I want to stay active, but it's probably, but take, I need to take my time. This is a marathon. I'm in it for the long run. And then I started, so I kind of, we discussed that. And then uh, I talked with, uh, my uh coaches at uh Rob Pilgers. Uh mm-hmm. my uh the main trainer I have at uh Rob's, I meet with uh, my man Terrence. Um and we started talking and uh and after we got talking, I was I told him my plan about how I'm going to Austin. And but once I get back and I compete after I compete, that's when we started discussing boxing matches just to really focus on the hands. And I talked with Chris about that, and he thought it was a good idea. So that's the plan as of now.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so JJ, I I really appreciate you know uh, you coming on here. Uh, my brother, my man. Um, we go way back. Middle school. My middle school captain on the wrestling team. By the way. Everyone. Heck yeah, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks glory again. glory days. Oh, go ahead. I appreciate what, it, man. Thank you for having on having me on, dude. I really do. I appreciate a lot yeah yeah you're very welcome JJ hey, you're welcome on anytime man heck yeah man whenever you need me man I got you on zoom hell yeah All right.
0: what's up mixed martial arts street fanatics are you looking for more content be sure to follow us on Instagram follow us on TikTok as well visit our website for a list of all of our episodes and if you like what you hear smash that five-star review on spotify see y'all soon